Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Denise Show. This voice is not that of Dr. Denise. It's Kathleen O'Toole, and I'm happy and excited to be hosting this special carve-out series of the Dr. Denise Show podcast, and it's called On Staying Sane. Hi there, Dr. Denise. Hi, beautiful. It's been a minute since we've done a show. Yep, and I'm glad that you encouraged this and put it on the schedule, and it's a great time because... Just a couple days back, June 21st, we went into summer, although for some of us, we felt like we've been in summer for a while. And we thought it was some time, like, what do we talk about on staying sane? And I said, let's do a summer sit down, right? The doctor is in, let's su summer sit down with Dr. Denise, and let's ask her some questions that relate to this season and the things that many of us might be thinking about and and planning for in terms of elevating our mental wellness. So Perfect. are you ready for my questions that I've prepared? Oh, yeah. Well, this is like the hot seat time. We're not going to do rapid fire this time. Oh, okay. We're going to like... Ew. <laughs> we're going to just kind of enjoy and mirroring what many of us want to do this summer. And that's kind of reset a bit, right? You know, you always think, and you get these interview requests from the networks come um, January 1st about resolutions and all that. But for many of us, the summer is when we reset a bit, when we, when we hit control, alt, delete on the keyboard. And whether if it, we have some time away from work or school or studies or certain duties drop off. So let's talk about resetting and what you see people doing well in terms of resetting uh, in your practice. Well, I want to broaden that out to everyone. I'm, so what I'm hearing you ask is the word, I'm listening to the word reset. And right when I think of the word reset or take that in, I think recreate and I think recreation. When I think recreation, I think cool pause, I think shush, I think creative efforts. So I just want to broaden out the idea of resetting and re recreation going into the summer. But I also want to invite people that you can do this at any moment of now. It can be summer, but we are in summer. Mm -hmm. So in a real way of thinking about it, I feel like for humanity, I feel like this is finally the summer where we can all take an even deeper breath because last summer we were already still coming off the pandemic and there were still more spikes. I feel like for all of us, this feels like the first summer of like the ability to breathe in a more free way since 2019. I don't know if that is feeling that way for you or cause I feel like the human memory, we all just went through so much trauma for the years of the pandemic, but sometimes it's so easy to forget what we suffered. So I feel like this summer of 2023 feels even like a more special reset coming mm. out of the, like, it's like the personal reset. It's the one humanity reset. It's like, we're all still rolling out and grateful. I don't know about you, but I feel even more grateful, more renewed, more of a reset, more of an excitement. I'm finding that people in my practice and also people I know outside of my practice are wanting to have more in-person get togethers 
it feels a little bit, I mean, I wasn't living at the time of the roaring twenties, but <laughs> I feel like people are wanting to take the trips they've never taken, the concerts they want to. So it's like, also I want to just elevate and celebrate that it's almost like a very unique summer of reset. You know, um, so it, it, I would agree. I would think that kind of the word unencumbered comes to mind for me. Like there, the, it just feels a, a lot more free than the past two summers, right? Mm-hmm. Because of all the worries that we had and maybe we shouldn't do this because, you know, or, or we, somebody thought they could go and do something, but they got a lot of pushback from others who disagreed with their. So this is, this is kind of a time that now we can go out and do the things that we've been itching to do and stretch our legs. And just from empirically, the, I can tell you that travel numbers are through the roof in terms of people getting on planes. Um, you know, I follow that kind of thing as a journalist and, you know, TSA checks are like higher than they've ever been. And everyone's getting out and enjoying and being unencumbered and feeling free as they, as they reset and reset. Also to me, the word that comes to mind then next is kind of recharge like recharging our batteries, that reset um, can do that. Absolutely. And that's why I love the power of words. And I just want to revisit the word recreation, recreate. So, and I feel like the most important thing we can do to for our own mental wellness is to learn how to be more present in the moment. And we talked about people getting on a plane to travel and take adventures, but that the summer sit down discussion of reset also includes how do we do that moment to moment, whether we're at our house, whether at work, whether we're at the beach. So I feel like the, the, the idea and the paradigm feeling of summer, the summer feel of reset and recreation is almost like something that can lead the way in us having more inner peace and having more joy. And I feel like I wish when I was a little girl, I, I know that now we're living in a different time. I wish we were told more about how important it is to be happy and to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. And instead of when people ask you, how are you? And you're like, fine. And you're thinking of your linear tasks to do that. The reset mindset includes more of an assessment of your feeling state and being aware of, Oh, does this activity give me more joy? Does this person I'm hanging out with? Do they, do we kind of, energize each other or do we get tired when we're around each other and bring each other down yeah Yeah. so i feel like reset recreation is a great conversation starter for how to be more present and to how to enjoy one of the things that's a big part of this 2023 for my mindset i get intuitive hits when i drive from uh, manhattan beach the pacific palisades it's my retreat my reset And I use that time in a very sacred ritual way. I want to invite people to have their own rituals. So when I get in the car to travel to this place, it's my place of creativity, my shush time, my time in nature. I let just ideas, thoughts, and actions just drop into my mind. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones I got six times ago, six commutes ago, (laughs) um, by the way, I call it my chariot ride when I get in the car because I envision that I'm traveling and I'm relaxed and I usually try... What's great about that is you take something mundane, right? And you make it into something special. It's just like, you know, you've told me before, like sometimes when you're really not digging, doing those chores, 
you you think, okay, how can I reframe cognitive reframing? How can I make this mopping? And so while, while many people might be like, oh, I'm in the car again, you, you envision it as your chariot with wings and, and lightning bolts and golden oh. aura. Yes. And I have to tell you, this is an important part of reset. It's your really mindscape and your mind. And I've made a very clear rule for myself and I invite people to make their own kind of rituals. When I get in the car to go drive, to be creative and to do self-care, and this can be packing your suitcase to go on your vacation. I literally like to have my bed made, um, my son very well fed, household chores done, patient charts. I do a reset, just like when you're clearing the computer and you hit the button. Control-Alt-Delete. Correct. Control-Alt-Delete. And then I go from that Control-Alt-Delete of, good job, girl, you got your chores done. And it makes it easier to do my chores when I know I'm about to do something peaceful and joyful. And then when I'm on the 405, the 405 is one of the busiest highways in the United States. I, when I call it the chariot, it's also my way of reset energy, protecting, not taking on other human beings energy. Mm. So I have my music going, my convertible down, a cute hat. Oftentimes I'm dancing in the car with my hands up like this. I don't know if people think I'm on something. I'm not, I'm on joy. I've had people pull up next to me on the freeway and start dancing. Oh, how cute. So part of my reset for my neuro style is to be joyful and playful. And I think the time that I was brought up, um, the generation that I was brought up when I was a little girl, people didn't tell you to go out and play or have fun, but it was more like you were rewarded for hard work and almost like this moral masochism. Uh So I think summer and reset and recreation is going to also have a different definition for different generations. When you think about different generations that might already be already there, they're like, Dr. D, I already know how to play. In fact, I need to do the opposite where I need to calm myself down and get more work harder, work ethic. So I think summer, and also I don't know about you, but I have, um, my son is volunteering this summer at summer camp. I'm so proud of him. Great. And the, the route that we take, and I don't know what everyone else's lineup for summer, their summer reset is a very scenic route. So as I'm driving him to his beach camp, I tag it with my summer teenage memories of being a lifeguard. Mm. So I'm driving him. I'm not just driving him in this moment of now. I'm, I'm tagging off a feeling state of happiness, of being his age, being around other people my age. So it's like I'm living vicariously through his happiness, but reliving mine. So that's something we can do when we're trying to create a mind state. Well, it's funny because when you talked when you talked about the word recreate, I thought I thought of childhood play, and I think uh, and you've you've touched on it beautifully. But I was I was thinking about it before you even hit on it. It's like sometimes as adults, it's really important for us to remember. You know, maybe we our childhood was a little too. Uh, maybe, maybe we had to. Sometimes as adults, it's important for us to, to remember our childhood and to go back in time and, and have those moments because sometimes our, our childhood got truncated a little bit because of things that happened and we had to be a little bit more grown up faster than we should have. And so I think when I hear you say the word recreate, you kind of can recreate those moments and you talking about being the lifeguard as you 
take your son to the beach, you're doing exactly that. And so it's, you know, it, I would wonder if you would encourage people to have childhood playful moments whenever they can, whether it be summer or whenever, right? Kathleen, Kathleen O'Toole, you know, you know, one of the second things of the Dr. Denise resolutions for the last two years and will continue to be for the rest of my life, which is part of my own accessing that exact point you made about your childhood play is I encourage everyone to have deep play. And that is divine, exquisite, ethereal, and peaceful play. So it's part of a mindscape prescription. And I do love what you said that's very eloquent because some of us might have had some childhood trauma. Some of us might have um, remembered a really tough divorce our parents went through or a parent getting sober. Uh, some of my dear friends were raised solo. They lost their parents at a young age. And so I think the concept of play, and I always associate it with children playing, my new me that I keep resetting and recreating encourages a sense of curiosity, a sense of creativity. Creativity fuels the soul. And I think adults need to play more. I feel like a lot of us are um, unfortunately taking life too seriously. <laughs> well, that, that segues great into my next topic that I wanted to talk about. Because you talk, you said how some generations are like, Dr. Denise, I already know how to play. But there are many people who uh, they get an opportunity in the summer to step away from work, maybe go on a vacation. And they, they literally don't know how to do it in this age of connectedness. So this question from one of my one of my people in my world is how do I before I get this wonderful opportunity to unplug how do I prepare to unplug like what are the brass tacks of doing it and how do I do it then while I'm away from from all my for many of my responsibilities right it's hard that the the, the phone is constantly reminding you of the things that are going on, even when you're not there and the rat race, like how do we jump out of the rat race? Because it's so important to do that, to recharge. So first of all, everything's about sensory perception and awareness. So that question's wonderful because it's having a sense of awareness that you can get used to your day-to-day, -day, whether you want to call it a frenetic routine um, being plugged into your electronic, being very task oriented. If you're living this life of a very moment to moment, let's say you're a doctor, attorney, a teacher, or maybe a college student, or you just are a kid who got out of school and you're used to just always doing something every minute of the day, I feel like it all starts with awareness and mind prepping. And we touched on this a little bit as I get ready to get into the chariot ride. So my unique neuro style is, I would say, at times perfectionistic, but it's more myself versus myself, not competing against others. So maybe someone is having a hard time thinking about maybe setting the goal that when I'm with my family, I might just leave, let's, hey, kids, let's leave our electronics inside the hotel room or the place that we're renting. My own son even jokes with me. He's like, mom, I think you're on your phone more than me. I think you're really into your social media too much. Is it really gaining you what you want? <laughs> so like, I feel like even having a talk 
with the people you're traveling with and not judging someone's need to do selfies or do social media. But I think if you have a pattern that you're doing that you want to kind of let go of so that you can free up more time in nature, less interruptions, and you also need to set boundaries. Depending on what you do, you might need to let everyone know you are going on vacation. You might need to have someone cover for you so that you can enjoy it. Like let's say someone's fortunate to go zip lining. That might be a time when you don't want every single phone or maybe you'll want to capture it. So I think you have to take inventory. Uh, But I also think some people, I'll give you a really concrete example. I was invited to an event last night, last minute, and I really love the energy of the people who invited me. But I knew yesterday I cleared my schedule to create a, a reset day at home at the pool. And I had been traveling and socializing a lot lately, and I have all this information to process And I got invited to the beach, which sounded really fun, like a fun summer last minute. But in my inner voice said, gosh, I wonder how many people are going to be there. If it's less than 10, I'll go. But if it's too many, I don't need that too much energy right now. So right as I saw that, she texted me, it's going to be a lovely group of 40. And I'm like, oh my God, that for my narrow style, that's like 911. I don't want to take on that much energy of that many humans. And maybe when you're on vacation, you want to be in a crowd or you want to go to a concert or you are fine with that. So I want to be very mindful to let everyone assess what looks like a vacation to them or what looks like a reset to them might not be for someone else. Now, because I have to pace myself, like tonight I'm going to a concert. So there's certain things that you have to don't don't judge yourself. If your reset is assessing more in that moment, because you could be on a vacation with your family and you could have done some really exciting event and you might need to have a one hour shush time or say, hey, guys, I'll meet you at this next thing. So I think in answer to your question, I feel like part of a reset is knowing what you need. So you have to know if your neurostyle gets more engaged in groups, in smaller groups, in nature, in museum tours, and it's okay to like almost like own what you need and then adapt with your group. Okay, so resetting is uniquely personal, I'm gathering, right? Absolutely. And I think sometimes we forget that because we think when we're with another person, we have to mirror exactly their experience, but we're having our own experience. So even learning how to check in with one another and say, oh, do you need some shush time? Oh, are you ready to go 30 minutes from now? Because I don't know, don't you feel like you've learned so much? I mean, you and I are both moms. I've learned so much about sensory perception just from being a mother that like you see the eyes through someone else's needs and you want to adapt when you're on a trip. Just, just for, for, for those of us who might've, you know, but really is it, is it possible to really unplug? Like how do, how do I get myself to stop looking at all those work emails? Well, when I was at you constantly, I agree. Wake up 
when, when I started my career, I would go on a vacation for a week. And by the end of the week, I was ready to go back to work because I was completely unplugged. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have email. And so I was like, what's going on? It's time to get back with my colleagues. I, you know, I enjoy being around them. Now a week is never long enough. Two weeks is because I'm constantly being bombarded with work, even though I'm not there. Yeah, we are. I think this is a modern day challenge and it's going to depend on the type of work you do. If you really, truly can take um, the time off to be completely, the idea of being completely unplugged is a way more challenging now. So I think if you're going on a trip and you're really trying to have boundaries right? that prior to going, you need to set what the emergencies are, what's appropriate you know, during the pandemic, a lot of my patients have gotten used to texting me. And sometimes they text me at seven in the morning with these. And I'm like, that is not an emergency. I do not want everyone reaching me at all hours. So it happens even when I'm not on vacation. So I think going into it and having good communication with your friends and boundaries, like my son can't wait to see his girlfriend because she's been on a boat and they haven't been able to talk. And so it's kind of going to be exciting for them to see each other. I know when I was in Maui with my mom last month, I didn't sign my practice over to anyone. But to answer your question, what I did is I tried to get through my anything that would be work emails or clear the email docket, so to speak, before I went out and had fun. So if you are in a situation where you still need to realistically look at your emails because of the type of career you're in, Set aside a specific time Ah. and make it and knock it out of the park for 30 minutes or 40 minutes and maybe wake up a little bit before your family. Yeah. Grab your coffee. And then also instead of being annoyed that like it's okay to initially be annoyed that you can't completely unplug, (laughs) look at it as a gift that because I'm able to work, I'm I'm able able to afford this this vacation. Because I even told my mom, I said, if a couple patients need an appointment when I'm in Maui, why not? I'll just, I'm with her. I can knock it out at an earlier time zone, time difference. Right. I love what I do. Right. And I want to be able to go to, on more trips to Maui and it costs money. So <laughs> I just looked at it as like, I need the the financial power. And also I love what I do. And a lot of people, you, you're reset. If you're doing your your job just a little tiny bit on the trip because you have to, I would cognitively reframe it that I'm so blessed that I have work right now. Yeah. Because a lot of love people it. are dealing with not having a job right. right now. Right, right. They would love to have that problem. Okay. So this segues to my last summer sit down question. And that is. <laughs> it is buy-in. That's how I'll shorten it. But during the summer, many of our schedules change, right? Well, our, maybe our children um, have the summer off and then they go to, they have to go to summer camp. You, you talked about how your son is um, doing a great thing, volunteering at a summer camp. Um, maybe they're going uh, on it. Your family's going on a trip that, um, the, the, the children or the, the old, you know, the, the grown people of the family aren't so sure of because it, it deviates right from, from what's familiar. So how do you build excitement for 
this kind of time where there's so many different activities and schedules and where it might be difficult for those who have a neuro style where they're used to a pattern and used to a routine and anything that isn't is kind of the unknown and can bring all sorts of various reactions. Are you getting my question? Well, it's, yeah, 1000 But it's a big, long question. Well, the, okay. I feel like the most important thing for all of us is when we're going to a new environment or we're going to be doing new activities, that we have a framework of stuff that is part of our creature comforts. So like when I travel, I bring a candle, I bring a favorite book. So if you've got a family with many different neuro styles and different, uh, maybe possibly addictions to electronics or non-electronics, I feel like before you go on the trip, you need to, with each family member, kind of do mind prepping of like get letting them know people do really well if like their parents are making a vacation for them and kids of all ages get some ideas of what to get excited about and what to plan for. So you can do like a global broad discussion family meeting, then you can plant the seeds of ideas so that if the person's going to be out of nature or they might need to do a modified hike. And then as a family, you need to decide which electronics are allowed to come on the trip, which aren't. And then if one person's neuro style really is attached to that electronic, you could always have them pack that in their suitcase, but put boundaries on it that this whole trip to go to somewhere new is not about doing the exact same thing you do in your bedroom, but I know that you might want to do some of it. So I think right. it's about the dosing of, okay, number one, the awareness. What's the trip going to be like? Number two, what does fun and recreation look like to each person? Number right. three, give them a broad strokes framework of what's going to be done. And then when you get on the trip the night before, maybe there was a day, like I know when my mom and I did the road to Hana, the next day, she just wanted to be in like pajamas, like eating healthy snacks. It was already, it was such an exciting day that we needed a recovery day. Right. A recovery day on your vacation. And some, yes. people, some people's neuro style, they don't need that. They Correct. need to run around and do more stuff. Correct. And then other people need to be in their pajamas, like, like Barb, like Barb and having healthy snacks. Correct. Like, and it's all okay. Yes. So try to identify who you are. And, and, and be gentle with yourself, even yes. on vacation. Yes. And my mom was so sweet. She's like, I'm so sorry. I know that when you went here last time, you were more adventurous. I go, mom, going on a trip with you and seeing your joy. Yeah. I don't need to go into the, all the ocean waters. And this is a very different, I'm enjoying my time with my mother. I'm enjoying you being up in the condo, looking out at the, the scene while I walk on the beach. I don't need to, like, it's a different mindset. You've got to know your audience mm -hmm. and you want to really enjoy your trip and realize that you all have different needs and just figure out how to compromise, but also to have some individuality. And I feel like that type of reset and recreation mindset transfers beyond summer. It's like a great way to live. Oh, wow. That's a great way to end our summer sit down it's not just about the summer. It's a great way to live. What oh, are your final thoughts, Dr. Denise? I think that's it. I think I've said it. I don't, I think I'm going to less is more at Kathleen. There you go. <laughs> and say thank you because I miss, thank you for joining me. I know that you and I both had exciting springs Ooh. and it's an honor to co-host and do this with you. And I just appreciate the questions you ask. Thank so thank you. you. And thanks everyone. Have a beautiful start to summer.